start a podcast and, uh, you know, we have, you know, human emotions. Sure. Say it again. Yeah. Oh, I wish I... What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about... I wish... Oh, man. I, wait, I'm excited about AEW again. Hey, me That's too. Me too. Wow. Look, hey, look Laura, this. are we recording? Oh, actually, yeah, we are recording. I just hit the button. We just Holy got smokes. that on... Uh, digital media. Let's start over. Yeah. This sucks. Let's. No, no. This is great. This. Is, we'll do no. News you can't lose. The news you can't lose. This is a perfect way to start the show, and our fans love it. Thank you all so much for listening. News you can't lose. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Mo Witt, Jazz Wall. Excellent job, Mo. Excellent job. And you got a great headband on today. It's a pink headband. Well, it's pink the headband. it's the it's the usual. It's your standard. It's one. standard now. We of... got. I remember. I got. I got scolded for not having it a couple weeks ago or uh, a couple episodes ago. I gotta yeah. have it. That's my thing now, right? You gotta have it. Oh. You gotta have it. And it's got a nice hair swoop in the front. A nice hair swoop. You look like the Karate Kid. You look like the Karate Kid right now. Yeah, you look like Ralph it's Macchio. a little, little tuft of hair that's uh, peeking over the pink. Yeah, peeking over that's the a, pink. That sounds peeking over the. I don't pink. like it. That. Well, we're going to put that on a t-shirt. Peeking okay. over the pink. Uh, excellent. Excellent job. We're doing a great job. Peeking over the pink. Excellent. Uh, we have a great day full of news, Moet. We have some really fancy schmancy news. We uh, This is the news from, uh, what is this? Oh, jeez, I didn't even do that. Uh, the June 27th to Saturday, July 3rd. And what a week we've had, Moet. A lot of fun stuff. Now this is the f- first one. I'm you're gonna be a li- maybe a little disappointed with my first story, but there's a reason I'm putting the, this the first story. There's a reason for it. Sanjay Dutt has left the WWE and immediately signs with AEW. Uh, so Sanjay Dutt was a producer for WWE. Also, does Sanjay Dutt, uh, a wrestler, one of TNA's original X Division standouts, Sanjay Dutt, uh, and he's worked with WWE as a producer. He gave in his two week notice. And as soon as he gave his two-week notice and he's out, he immediately signs with AEW. And he is the first wrestler, uh, the first um, person that I know of to um, like to seek an AEW job. Not that they got fired, not that they got cut. They left WWE to go to AEW. Hmm. Is that big news? Publicly, yeah, yeah. Um, Publicly. Because like, FTR basically did that, right? But like they were like sh- hinting at it for like the entire time that they were in, you know okay, being embarrassed so. in WWE, but they couldn't specifically stay outright. Well, Sanjay Jutt didn't do that either. Sell yourself, Fred. Sell this story to me. What Sanjay Dutt? Yes, is a X Division wrestler. I don't know. Correct. I just thought this was. I thought this was very uh, uh, dramatic. It was a dramatic to put in your two weeks notice, and he doesn't have that non compete clause, so it was immediate. Oh, yeah. So I because yeah, he's just a producer, fun. right? I, well, I guess I just... this wasn't the best hot. I thought this was saucy, but you're right with the FTR thing. FTR really just All did right. that. Sorry they for, for destroying this, this is, episode no, immediately. No, no, no. This, the is, steam, this is part of the news you can't lose. This is part of the news you can't lose. Sometimes the news, we could lose it. And this was news that we should have lost. lost. Yeah. Um, but here's number two. Here's the, But this is something that we witnessed watching AEW Dynamite this week. Rebel is injured. Oh. Rebel has a dislocated knee. Indeterminate amount of time when she'll be back. Mo, I have a question for you. Should Rebel, Rebel be wrestling? Thank you for that question, Red. I really appreciate it. I want to say, uh, uh, I will see. I don't mind her wrestling. I know you have an issue with her wrestling, but yes, um, I don't mind it in this scenario because it's like kind of she's like a comedy character in the, like comic relief in this uh, match. 
against Vicky, usually, you know. So, like, it made sense. I don't mind it. I think it, it looked like it was a freak accident, what happened to her. Like, she just, it, like, it, fell and injured herself, right? I've just, like, if there's a non-wrestler that's, ha- a non-wrestler that gets injured, she just got off an injury with her knee. She just finished an injury with her knee because she was in a match that she wasn't prepared for. Wait, she She's was not a re- what? She got injured before. Am I forgetting something? Do you remember the crutches deal? Yeah. Well, I thought that was fake. That was real at first, and they just kept him on her forever as a joke. Oh. And so, like, she had like a knee issue, and so the thing, the thing is, like, I feel like uh, AEW is uh, they shouldn't have non wrestlers. Well, I don't know, because I'm fine with it some circumstances. I just feel like Rebel shouldn't be wrestling because she's clumsy. Uh, she's not very athletic. She's an amazing person. She's an amazing personality, and I love her as a manager. I love her as a sidekick, but I do not want to see her in wrestling matches, Moet. I'm looking at... She was actually a wrestler, by the way. Well, rough. Okay, yeah. She was a wrestler in uh, TNA, Knockouts Division, before in, in like 2018-ish. I don't know for how long. Um, I'm watching a match with her see. against Taya Valkyrie right now. And um, how is it? I mean, it's it's rough. It's rough, but she's capable. But it's rough. I'm like, just even this, these like 20 seconds I'm watching right now. Um, I think I've proven my point, Moet. Okay. I think they should leave the wrestling to the wrestler. You shouldn't put a, a, anyone in a wrestling match where they're rough. Well, <laughs> you they, know, they, have rough, a, they have a good track record of doing that. Because know. they could hurt uh, themselves or hurt someone else, you know? She's very sloppy. Very sloppy. But she's a great performer, and I want to see more Rebel. And I want her to be healthy, Moet. I do, We too. all want her to be healthy. I do, too. We right. all want her. You're right. You're right. Um... And there's other non-wrestlers that they could have that will do a better job at that. Like, Vicky knows her limits. Vicky knows exactly what she can and cannot do. Uh, uh, well, she's not very good either. There's some Well, but she's, like, legit not a wrestler, Not selling. Though. Oh, yeah. Ah. I saw the ending to the match. Yeah. I think I got up to get a drink or something. So I just, like, oh, that you know, uh, you saw the one or whatever. Before, so it's the... fine. But then I saw her stand up immediately and start, like, uh, Vicky did. Uh, uh, right after um, uh, Britt's finisher. Yeah. Yeah, that that was She was selling it like a socko. Yeah. She was selling it like she was was disgusted that she had something in her mouth. But you're supposed to be selling the fact that you were just stretched real bad. And that that move, when you sell it, it's a it it kills your nerves. That's the idea behind the the move, is it's pinching down on the nerve uh, in your mandible. And so like it's supposed to like affect your nervous system. You're supposed to be shook from it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like uh, no one talked to her about it beforehand. I, I mean, sell. yeah, everyone uh, sells it like it's like death to them. To them, so yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, then I saw Britt like, kind of like kick her out of the ring. Kick her out, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, pretty good. She so... seemed annoyed. <laughs> yeah, Britt. Uh, okay, excellent job. I think we're doing a great job with today's news. We really picked it up with that rebel uh, news. So I think we're really on a roll here. Here's something for you to chew on, Moet. Samoa Joe is still not cleared to wrestle. So he's got this new role as, uh, I guess, bodyguard for William Regal, which is a cool role. And he's able to get physical, but he's not he's not cleared to have wrestling matches. Uh, he was uh, taken off the road in February 2020 for concussion-related issues. And it still seems like he's not able to wrestle. What are your thoughts mm, on this, Moet? That's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, he's great yeah. in his role. He's great, and he's got a lot of exciting uh, matchups potentially in NXT that I'd love to see at some point. Um, mm-hmm. But I know I think Ciampa was like uh, tweeting about how he wants to wrestle uh, Samoa Joe. That'd be an amazing match. So amazing match. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'd rather like safety. Care about Rebel? All we got to care Reed. about Samoa Joe. We got to care about all of them. You know, 100%. safety's most important. I want Samoa Joe versus Bronson Reed real bad. Yeah, he just got. Or he's how- about to get called up. 
He's very yeah, very that, soon, yeah. So that might not happen. But that would have been sure. cool. I just love big Haas battles. I love when they just slam into each other. Very exciting. Yeah. Hopefully Keith Lee could get back into somewhere, wherever he is, in the ether. Because uh, there's so many matchups for him. What's going on with that, that really guy? You see any of that stuff? What's that story? No. Yeah, he keeps uh, hinting at it on yeah. social media, but he doesn't explain himself. I want to know. I wonder if he has some sort of injury uh, or if they're just not sure what to do with him when they bring him back. I don't know how you could not use... If he's not injured, I don't know how you could not use him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He's some... just such a star. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was on. He was in the making to be that. Yeah. He was. So, yeah. I thought I, I read a rumor it was uh, like contract disputes, but that that's just strictly rumor. Like of uh, uh, um, a copyright dispute not contract sorry of his oh, name with his name of keith lee yeah they want to take his name and he wants to keep it for like indie use or something i did know. not know that there's some that's interesting that's just it, it's all rumors I, that's the no, last no no one it's I all heard. true we're saying it uh very interesting very yeah. good i like this but that's good context because i, I love the name keith lee is amazing that's a great name mm-hmm. keith lee perfect especially for his style and what he's trying to go for like kind of this like ultimate like, it's very good. Uh, moving on, moving on. we got, ooh, this is some exciting stuff for me, Moet. And I've been begging for this for a while. But Shaq was doing an interview recently, and he officially calls out Paul White. He said that uh, he that Paul White's in AEW right now, and he's looking at him. He's got to build up his muscles for the summer so that he can see if he can fight him. And uh, Big Show, oh, Paul White uh, uh, took that, retweeted it, and wrote, I'm not hard to find. Oh, I'm so excited, Moet. There you go. There you go. Are yeah. you excited about this match? Do you want to see this yes, match? Yes, I would be. Me? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see that. Just the same reason. It'd be just really fun to see those two in the same ring together. Uh, it's a spectacle. Even, it, yeah, I have no idea. It might. It, it'll probably be a dumb match, a bad one. But, yeah. it'll be, it, but it's a spectacle. And AEW doesn't have a lot of spectacle matches. Yeah. It'll be entertaining. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll you, ever see the, you ever see the Mayweather-Big Show match? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just rewatched it recently. Oh, what a great match! Is it? What a great! It really is a well put together match, and the crowd is into it. Mayweather does so much. Like it's almost shocking how much Mayweather does that he didn't need to do. Hmm. Like yeah, other celebrity wrestlers have not had to do. Like like it was just such a. And he was at the peak of his career too, where any injury to him would be, and so they play that up in the match. Like, oh, if he gets the slightest injury, that's millions of dollars lost. Oh, yeah. uh, and it was just such a cool thing. Really good match. I shared it with uh, Chica Marks, Chica Marks fan, Chica Marks. Uh, sounding off for Chica Marks. Sound off in the comments, uh, Chica Marks, when you get a chance. Um, we don't have comments. Yeah, yeah I like saying it. You I just really like saying like it. Saying it okay, I love saying it. It's really fun for me. That's really, really fun. But, uh, Moet, um, did Paul White steal Shaq? Did Paul White steal Shaq? What does that mean? Yeah, when he was in the ambulance, Shaq was in the ambulance, oh. Shaq went missing. <laughs> did Paul like, White steal where Shaq? Where did that come is... from? Um, yeah, what did happen to Shaq? Where did he go? What happened to him? Did he become a ghost? But he's still alive. Know. He's still in this realm. He's still alive. He, he, he's he's definitely... doing interviews, physically. Mm-hmm. So, and he's calling out Paul White. I, do you think we're ever going to find out what happened to Paul White uh, to Shaq? No, no. I think he vanished. I think it was magic. I think he pfft, like like a smoke bomb or something. Pfft, you he's know? got taker powers. I think so. Yeah, because uh, he he can't be mad at Paul. Paul, why would Paul White steal Shaq and then let him go free into the woods just yeah, to get him to find his way back to an NBA, you know, ESPN complex so he can do an interview about how upset he was against Paul White? That's some crazy, That's crazy 4D chess that I don't understand. I don't get. 
want to what we have to find out. Say, TK, we know you're listening to this. Send us an email to loserleavespod at gmail.com and explain a little bit about this because we're curious, right, Mo? Yeah, what are your thoughts? I want to hear your yeah. um, uh, I wanted to believe that Big Show kidnapped him and uh, then let him out. But like exactly what you said, let him out into the woods. He roamed back to inside the NBA where he's talking to Charles Barkley and he's doing this thing. And then he realized he had amnesia. He had amnesia from when Big Show took him. Someone... And now it's all come together. And he's just like, oh my God, I have to fight Big Show because he kidnapped me. And, uh, you know. Is it possible to give someone amnesia? Like, what do you, how does that work? You just. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, you give him Whack him in the back pill? of the head. You just yeah. hit him really hard in the back of the head. Yeah, hit him in the heart of the back of the head. Not the front of the head. Not the top of the head. Not the sides. In the back of the head. Oh, you give them a, okay, because you know UFC fighters, you're not allowed to hit in the back of the head. That's why, because you give them amnesia, they will, they'll forget everything. Because they always remember, like, they remember everything. But yeah, they're but they're, they're yeah. like elephants. Yeah, yeah. UFC 100%. fighters like elephants. That makes sense. Yeah, remember everything. Very good. We're really diving it deep here. Uh, let's dive a little deeper. Deeper. Um, this is some news. This piece of crap. Alberto Del Rio wants a WWE return, and he says. He's open to a Hall of Fame induction. He says he's open to it, all right? He's open to it. They're going to give it to him. He's going to take it. Uh, uh, he's 44 years old, and he's made some mistakes, including potentially, uh, well, allegedly kidnapping someone, uh, assaulting them, his wife. Do you, did you hear about the whole Alberto Del Rio accusations? Is WWE going to take him back? I. No, probably not, but who knows? They're... I was about to say maybe. maybe. Who knows with them? Yeah, what's going on nowadays? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, wait, there's a there's a kind of big news of... uh, uh, Well, it has nothing to do with Alberto. I'll, I'll bring it up at the end. No, no, you can... Let's bring it up now. Let's not talk about Alberto if you got some big news. Zelina Vega is back. Does that... Oh, sure. Did you bring... Is that in I did news? not have that in here. Okay. I did not have that because that happened here. like yesterday, so maybe maybe... Z- Zelina Vega. No, no, I did look at it, but I forgot to write it down. I don't know why. Oh. But Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega's back. Let's skip over Alberto But the reason why because... I bring... Well, yeah. Uh, the, the reason why I bring it up now is because she tweeted uh, last year or something about how, like, the WWE needs to unionize, or the, the yeah. performers do, rather. Um, and then they fired her, essentially, for that. Or they basically... they Right? They fired her first. Then she oh. immediately said they unionized. Okay, okay. Then she met with SAG. Uh, she met with SAG to talk about it. Nothing ever transpired with that, uh, or at least that we know of. Now she's back, and she deleted that comment. Yeah. She deleted the unionized comment, which uh, kind of feels like a scab thing to do, you know, just kind of like to go back on what you said uh, because now you, you're making money again, you know? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's real sad. It's really frustrating because that's like they're never going to unionize because things like that happen where they'll just like – I assume she probably has like a good uh, contract now, I bet. Yeah, um, I'm just certain of it. Yeah, and she did enough to get her to shut up about it. So, you know. Um, so basically, yeah, I could see them hiring El- Alberto Del Rio if, it, if they think it'll like pop the ratings or something. I think Zelina – no, I, I think Zelina Vega has a better – opportunity there because that's just like she didn't do anything illegal <laughs> you know she's not accused of kidnapping anyone you know i just I, I feel like wb is at least doing better a little bit better with their stances on social issues than they have in the past no. a little better no i think so no they sure. signed to a freaking like 10-year saudi arabia deal pre-pandemic like they're still sure. pretty awful as a company, sure. they just hide it with like a lot of uh, charity yeah. events and things. 
Yeah. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine. Jeez. Okay, well, we're moving on now to Alberto de Rio. We don't want him there. Go scoot, Alberto. Yeah. Go shoo. Um, go. What, what was his finishing move? Did he have a, Do we remember his finishing move? Was it a DAT or something? I don't remember. It was something stupid. All right, moving on. We've got some more stuff. We're talking AEW news. AEW. We got Kenny Omega. We're just talking about uh, just an update. We talked a few weeks ago about how he had some injuries that he was dealing with. Uh, athletic hernia, bruised tailbone, and he's having some knee issues, Moet. Some knee issues. Mm. But apparently he's doing stem cell therapy, uh, cryotherapy and stem cell therapy, and he's feeling a lot better. He's feeling All a lot right. better. Aren't we happy about that, right, Moet? I am happy about that, yeah. I want, I want many he more years happier. of Kenny Omega. And he looks happier. With those mutton chops, he looks like a new person. You think the mutton chops make him look happier? I think so. Mutton chops Sorry. make someone look happier. He looked happy. You were making it sound specifically. He got it's mutton because chop- of the mutton chops, and then he's now a different person. He's like he's got he's another. A, he, thank uh, God he had those mutton chops. Otherwise, he'd be his bruised tailbone would hurt, and all these other things. But those mutton chops really bring him. He's, he's trying everything levity. out to fix his bruised tailbone, including mutton chops, and it worked. I can't tell some, you some, how one happy. Of it worked. Can't, I can't tell you how happy those mutton chops make me. He's, he looks like a champion now. He's in a new zone. He's just like walking out like he's Harley Race. He's being Harley Race. He and was, I appreciate it. It's so funny. He was, he's, he was the exact same person a week ago, minus mutton chops. But now he's got the mutton chops. He's like, he, he's. Ah, Red, you're just nodding and smiling at me. You just That's true, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's science. Nothing I changed don't make except the mutton. Anyways. All right. All right. His, I, his I like this new outlook on life. He's now look, he's looking at his life through mutton shop glasses, you know, like he's got this new outlook, this new filter. You know, you ever get a new haircut and you're like, well, I can take on the world. Yeah. Yeah, but That's the same with but, the mutton chops. Yeah, but, okay. Well, I also <laughs> like the mutton chops. They look awesome. You're right. Thank you, We, we should all have mutton chops. Maybe we'll grow some mutton chops. That'd be pretty cool. Let's do some mutton chops. Yeah. Would you do the handlebar in there, too? Yeah, why not? Get silly. Yeah, do the whole deal. You would look really fun with that because you have a thick beard mustache like you would have some pretty sick ones within a week yeah yeah i could do it literally by dynamite <laughs> Next can you do it by dynamite do, do it want? by dynamite do it by dynamite i'll give it please. a shot yeah that'll be fun give it to we, they, our listeners have earned it they've uh, they get the headband and the mutton shops that's a fucking look <laughs> that's a fucking l-e-w-k that's great yeah. excellent job excellent job moving on we got some stuff here Here's a little fun thing. Here's a little little fun thing. Uh, Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, owner of WWE, uh, chairman of the board, uh, spotted at a Dave Chappelle comedy show. Did you see this? Yeah, Donnell Rawlings, is that his name or something? I, yeah, I took a picture with him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just fun because I uh, think I'm just reading a little bit about it. He's a big Dave Chappelle fan. And he just loves, uh, he loved the, Dave Ch- the Chappelle show. Uh, I just think it's very funny. Because I've never seen him do anything social mm-hmm. for fun. Never seen him like do a like like I'm sure he did in the '80s and such. But like, uh, there's been never been any pictures of him ever not at a WWE event in a suit. That's a and great here he point. is in a dress shirt that's unbuttoned to his his, his mid chest, and he's just having fun. He's just like letting out and uh, look pretty cool. That's pretty fascinating. Cool. You're right. I don't think I've ever seen him. In a non WWE capacity for like the last like twenty years or something, ever, 
ever. That's exhausting. I can't, but even I can't even, th I, I, yeah, imagine that. Like, that's his life. And now it, his only time that he takes off, he's just like, Chappelle's playing. I gotta go see him. Right. And I love that. It really humanizes that old fart. <laughs> yeah. Well, good right? for him. He's like 80 or something, 79 or something like that. He's pushing. He's Massive pushing 80. Fun. He's yeah. almost there. You should have a little bit of fun. And get out of that Saudi Arabia deal. Are they still in that? I don't know anymore. The, the pandemic changed everything. But That's they true. were supposed to do that for like a 10-year deal or something. And it was even bad, or even worse, because uh, the first year they had it, um, the Khashoggi beheading happened. Yeah. And then they just yeah. kept doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. They just kept going with it. Um, and then showing like pro-Saudi Arabia content like throughout the show. Real yeah, sleazy. And the crowd didn't even care. A bunch of them were yeah, just were like hanging out on sofas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was actually kind of funny to watch. Just like the lack of interest in what's going on by everyone in the front row who are all these millionaires and their millionaire friends just lounging, <laughs> like watching a wrestling event. It was real dumb. They did not want to be there. Uh, or they didn't care to be there. Uh, moving on. This is the last piece of information today. And it's a sad one, Moet. It's a sad one. We've got uh, Del Wilkes, the Patriot passes away at the age of 59 died of a massive heart attack um uh, do you have any uh, uh patriot stories any big because i know you're a big patriot head you started right around that time watching wrestling around that time you obviously love that red white and blue right i love the red white and blue and it's the perfect perfect uh news uh, you were in canada stand at the time, on for you? the red yeah but you gotta love those colors they're great colors you gotta love those together co yeah. Awesome colors. Super good. Uh, do you have any uh, Patriot stories of when you were a wrestling, young wrestling fan watching WWE Raw in Canada? Um, like Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I was, or are you talking about? No, the Patriot. With the Patriot. Oh. No, of course with the Patriot. You do remember, know, just do you being remember him I on WWE Raw? I don't know. I've never heard this guy, but I've, I'm sad that people die. I'm sad that, well, you I'm sad you that he's dead. You don't remember him on Raw? No, I've actually never heard of him. That's why I was trying to change the oh. subject. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, do you... Oh, no, I've... Uh, who is he? What? Tell me something about him. He was this weird... Like, is this weird character that was this masked American, and he he was in all the major promotions. He was in WCW, he was in WWF, uh, and uh, when he came to WWF, it was in 97, and he was feuding with the Hart Foundation, um, and uh, he was just kind of like a... Uh, he, he, just, he just wasn't the same when they hired him he was already pretty injured so they didn't really know what to do with him and they kind of released him soon after he retired from wrestling I do remember seeing him at an indie show in the early 2000s in um, Wayne, New Jersey Wayne, New Jersey and he was there and he didn't do much because he was, uh, was kind of older and he was injured but uh, yeah he was, he was whatever I never liked him I never liked him but, uh, before, uh, but, uh, oh. passed away at 59 that's yeah. pretty sad. That's tragic. Pretty sad. And he was married for 40 plus years. What? His oh. wife, Kathy, Wait. were together for 40 plus years. They married when they were teens. That's ridiculous. That's cute. I guess that's cute. I guess some people could think it's cute, I guess. I don't know what how to feel about that. I they think that's insane. They found their lobster, Moet. What do you mean? Oh, the, like the movie The Lobster? No. No, wait, uh, what do you no, mean? No, I was going for a friend's reference. Oh. Uh, where uh, they were saying that when lobsters find each other, the Phoebe was talking about how when lobsters mate, they link claws like this. And uh, at the end of the episode, like, oh, he's her lobster. And she says that when Ross and Rachel kiss or something like that. And and I was just using that reference. Like, oh, like oh, they're, 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 they're going to be there together. For, for yeah. Okay. Do you know the lobster, the movie? 
I love it. I guess, yeah, like, you find someone that's similar to you. I guess this is not like the lobster, unless she's also, like, a patriot character. A big, so. big buff lady Masked. with a mask. <laughs> patriot mask. <laughs> they kiss with their masks on. <laughs> they That'd see each other, adorable. and they're like, I found my lobster, and they're big, two big buff people walking around. That's a, that's a, that's something. <laughs> that's actually, we should write this down. We should talk about Squared Circle again, to be honest. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's the end of the news. We, we talked about uh, the Patriot. We talked about El, uh, Rebel and Samoa Joe. But now we're not done. We're done with all the news. But we got the mailbag. Glorious mailbag. Filled with mail. Chock full. And Moet's going to dive deep, deep into the mailbag and pull out three. Count them three emails. Moet, what emails have you gotten for us? First one. You like that hype? Rue. You like that oh, hype? Oh, yeah. No, thanks. You're doing it for me. I really appreciate it. And we are setting us up with Rue from Birmingham, Alabama. Which member of Dark Order do you think has the best chance to be AEW champ? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I have. I, I guess I have a few different answers for it. Uh, and for different reasons. I have three, di- well, uh, three major picks I think are pretty obvious, right? What are your three major ones? Who do you think are three uh, top of the Dark Order? It would be uh, Johnny Hungy. It would be John, uh, John Silver. Yes. It would be uh, Evil Uno. SW, and it would be AEW champ? I'm just saying the top three of the group. Oh, of the group Of the Dark Order. Yeah, he's the uh, top Evil three. Uno's one of the most popular Evil Uno, sure. yeah. John Silver, and Ten. Yeah. And so uh, those three, I, 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 uh, I see Ten... Physically looks the mo- uh, mo- looks most of the part of the AEW champion, but I feel like he's just uh, he doesn't have the character to kind of get to that point. I see Johnny Hungy as having that character, but I don't know. If, well, maybe down the line, if he keeps getting over and doing it, he could have that underdog Rey Mysterio type build to win the championship, which would be cool. But I'm gonna say Evil Uno. Oh, just because you love Evil Uno, that doesn't make no. sense. I thought for sure you were gonna say John Silver. John Silver is no, for say- sure gonna be a champ. He or he could be. I think they all could be. He had so like, much energy, so much like crowd support until right until he got injured. Uh, I think momentum. That's the word I was thinking. He had so much momentum. He does, and he, he does can build that did. back up. He's got that special quality about him. I think Evil Uno has <laughs> this, and not just because of his body type, but could have. This underdog Mick Foley type rise, where people are just like they see the hard work he puts in. He works hard, and he's he's he always is consistent, always doing the job, always being there. And so I could see him having this almost a surprise win, almost a, like a thank you transitional champ, where he wins the title to lose it soon after. But I could see that being a possibility. That's funny because I was actually just about to bring up Colt Cabana for that exact same reason. Uh, did you know that? No, he... Oh, you, oh, Cole. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because he won the NWA belt, I believe. Uh, twice. What? He won the belt twice. I didn't know twice. <laughs> wow, what a champion! Yeah, there you go, Red. <laughs> wow, should... what a champion! I'm looking up That's Wikipedia right too. now. Yeah, no, he. Uh, his uh, one of his story. I thought it was the storyline. I guess he won it twice. One of them was that that run of um of him being. This like workhorse wrestler that's been around forever, but no one's ever taken him seriously because he people think he's funny. He just that's just his personality. He likes to be funny, but he knows wrestling, and so he's once he he got the chance to face against the champ, and he was like, "I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to show the world what I'm actually capable of." Uh, and then he won, and it was like a great storyline for for NWA. 
So, do you see Colt uh, being a potential person? I I was gonna say if he wanted to do that same story and if he really wanted like one more run at it, maybe, but probably, probably more of a TNT champ sort of thing because he he is kind of getting older now. I think. Uh, Evil yeah, Uno, he's, he's... Evil Uno could. Oh yeah, he's, uh, Colt's forty one years old. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, Evil Uno could could pick that up. Yeah, because he's also got a I crazy that, momentum behind him as well. He does. Like people like really appreciate him, but they they don't see him as that much. They're like, oh, what a, what a strong performer. Never will reach the top. Mm-hmm. That type of thing that McFoley had. So I could see almost that 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 rise, that slow rise to winning it, but then maybe losing it right away. I don't see him as a long term champ, uh, but I could see him being a transitional one between two heels. What do you think it's going to take to get him to that next step? Like McFoley, it took him to get thrown off a cage, basically. Something special. Yeah. Like that, not not the cage, but something special, like a, a star making moment. Uh, he really needs that star because he's he has all the ingredients to be uh, like a, a, a loved fan, uh, like a, a lovable fan favorite. But he just needs that special moment that really shows, like, oh shoot, like this guy is a star. It's di- and it doesn't need to be something crazy, like Foley falling off the cage, but maybe like. Just like a save, uh, a specific match where he really gets to shine. Uh, maybe a bump. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and it's been great seeing uh, the, the crowd's reactions to him now. Um, mm-hmm. As he, um, Now that there are crowds back, we can. there's like proof of how big of a deal he is now. So yeah. I think at a certain point, it's going to be undeniable. Like people, and like, honestly, yeah. it, if, if, if uh, Evil Uno wins that championship, it's basically the Dark Order wins the championship. You know, like, I could almost imagine a scenario where it's like a, a, a DQ match, uh, not a new DQ match, where all the members kind of have their moment to help Evil Uno win. You know, like Johnny Hungy comes in and knocks someone out of the ring, and it's uh, Ten is on the ropes, and he, like, throws out whoever that's trying to interfere in the match, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, a negative one comes in and kicks the guy in the balls, and then uh, Evil Uno gets the pin and gets the win, and then they all cheer and celebrate together. I love that, and I can't wait to see that on September 5th at AEW All Out when Hangman Page hopefully wrestles Kenny Omega. That's 100%. That's my fantasy booking, is exactly what you just Is that at Chicago? Well, they're not fully saying it yet, hopefully, hopefully, because I'm going to get tickets to go, and I really want to see the match live. Everyone um, pray that match happens in Chicago, because Moet just got tickets to Chicago. You send your well wishes, your prayers, your good vibes towards <laughs> TK. Tony Khan, we know you're listening. Put the yeah. match there. Give it to Moet. He's earned it. But if he does, uh, if it happens at a paper at All Out or soon, I think that would be what happens. Because uh, it's funny we haven't mentioned him as a Dark Order member. I mean, technically, he's I not. I don't consider him one. No, but I think that's what's going to happen. Is like uh, the Good Brothers, maybe even the Young Bucks, will come out, co- try to stop you know Hangman from winning, cause some shenanigans, and then. You'll see the Dark Order that come out in that exact setting, that same way. Johnny John Silver comes out and helps out, you know, and it's his friends that save him. His real friends. Ah, yeah. his real friends. That's the, actually really good. The people he That's thought really were his good. friends are kick him in, kicking him in the balls now. Now That's look, point. yeah. So. Whew, I can't wait. That's going to be very exciting. I am so happy for you. Uh, you're going to see Hangman win the title there. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. And also, I don't have tickets oh, yet. They're until next week. But TK's a listener. Yeah, TK's a listener. Um, excellent job. Excellent question, Rue. Great job, Rue. All right, you ready? For I the... love that name. Rue is a great name. Yeah, I like that name too. I wonder who, how they got it. Uh, 
I guess uh, they picked out of the hat, though. They probably just, uh, as they got out, they just reached into the medical bag and pulled out a name. And they're just like, I guess I'm Rue now. They looked up they were born. cool names online, probably. And then, yeah, the baby, like, immediately went to Google and just like, cute baby names this year. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, next one. Ready? Um, yeah. Need help making sense of this. It's very dramatic, but I, uh, trust me, it's not dramatic. Okay. Uh, from Christy, who I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Chica Marks. Chica Marks, yes. Very exciting, yeah. Sound off, sound off in the comments. Chica Marks, uh, yeah. Christy. Sent us uh, uh, an email, so it was so exciting. Hello, Loser Leaves Wrestling. Love the podcast, and thank you for allowing listeners to write in. Wow. We we didn't want to for a while, but we just like, oh, we got to talk to them eventually. We talk to yeah, the fans. <laughs> uh, I'm a newer fan of pro wrestling and have so many questions. I recently became very interested in intergender wrestling. I've watched mm-hmm. a few matches on YouTube. They are so entertaining, and everyone seems to be having an especially good time. I'm perplexed on why this is, uh, on why there is any separation at this point. What's going on? Do you feel intergender pro wrestling will become common within the next three to five years? Also, what intergender matchups would you like to see in AEW or WWE? Thank you, your fan, Christy. Well, I know the corporate answer. The corporate answer is they don't want to promote uh, uh, male abuse towards women. That's why Canada specifically has trouble showing, like, during the late 90s, uh, they did not like China being in matches. They edited out China in some matches because they didn't want to show a man hitting a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the corporate answer is, like, that. that's their corporate answer. But also, uh, I think there's also a, uh, uh, I think it's less now, but that machismo thing. Uh, of like uh, men not want not believing that it's possible and it's a male dominated uh, industry so they kind of run the show they're like oh that's not a believable thing because they don't want it to be believable right and that's still happening and that's yeah. not part of the past that's still like a friend of mine it is still happening it's just it was more prevalent like then but now like there is more intergender wrestling do you think that uh uh aw will ever have an, a- an intergender God, I hope so. I don't believe WWE will. I think it'll take AEW to do it and mm-hmm. for them to see the success of it, for WWE to like open up with it. Um yeah. I think I think they're just too safe. I think WWE has a um like shareholders that they have to like, you know, um listen to and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um whereas AEW and different countries. And, and, and yeah, different countries like too. Canada and other places that are very strict with that type of stuff and they have so many different international partners. They don't want to edit out each broadcast for each partner. Yeah, I think uh I mean Kenny Omega stated that he's uh he's interested in it and um has done a bunch of matches like that in the past. So like mm-hmm. I think him being one of the EVPs puts it in a really good light. And the Young Bucks have done it too. Uh I don't know if Cody yeah. has cuz he's been with WWE for so long. But um, I can't recall. But yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's really. I thought it was just Tony Khan that said that he wasn't interested in it, which is I think is like he a safe answer. That. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating because I love it too. I think it's so exciting because there shouldn't be an issue if it's pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, in real and fight, it creates really... so many new match types. Yeah. Because like like everyone fights different. That's the point. That's the point. They're all Mortal Kombat characters. They have different styles and special moves and, and things that give them the advantage. They have different weaknesses, and that's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Silver, I've seen him do a couple great matches. He did um, did one against uh, Chris Statlander, which is awesome and easy to find on mm-hmm. YouTube. And uh, Layla Hirsch, John Silver's Layla Hirsch is great. They're both really great. So... Yeah, it seems like the 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 roster is like is into it. A lot of those members are like used to doing it. Um, it's pretty common on the indie scene now. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's just like corporate 
It's just waiting on it. So I'm hoping it opens up because like you said, once it does, like like a big issue with AEW now is the women's division just not getting enough time. You open that up to any matches whatsoever, then you can have them. You can have Britt Baker face Jungle Boy or something. Yeah. Um, and then she gets, you know, a huge spotlight. Uh, yeah. Or Layla Hirsch versus somebody. You know what I mean? Like uh, Britt Baker already has a, a lot of spotlights. So that's not a great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? Like that. Yeah. That issue is no longer a problem anymore. Because they yeah. can very easily integrate anyway. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. TNA 100%. was sort of doing it actually. I'm just realizing they they sort of had a. I don't know if they're still doing it now. Uh, intergender Were matches. They, they yeah, because Tessa Blanchard won the belt. Oh, that's right. That's and then had to right. give it up immediately um, because of COVID and because she's a jerk and all kinds of stuff. But like sure. they were kind of pushing it as like a major moment. Um, so I don't know if they're still doing that stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, was there a follow up to that question? uh why is there any separation at this point oh i thought she uh, i thought uh, when i looked at the email she said uh what matches would we want to see what matches do you want to see re- i guess uh, well i guess what i was even there i like we already discussed we already actually discussed the but do you have a favorite intergender moment at an intergender match moment um no other than two uh i guess uh oh man what's the name young bucks versus joey ryan and candice LeRae. Sure. In PWG. Cute, world cutest uh, tag team. Yeah. That one's um, yeah. crazy. I mean, Joey Ryan's horrible and problematic. Mm-hmm. So it's weird to bring him up again. But it was really because the, sh- the spotlight was on Candice LeRae in that match. And like how sure. much she did. It was just, it's a super violent, crazy match. Um, but uh, that's sort of a favor of showing like, you know, it was, like, it was a big moment of showing she can hang with them. Yeah. Uh, in a really hardcore match that people don't necessarily see uh women doing um so yeah yeah what about you my, i i guess my favorite was uh uh awesome kong uh she was in wb for a very short stint as karma and when she came out in the 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 men's royal rumble and uh Cam- i think his name was camacho there's a wrestler named camacho and he just runs at her and she just presses him and chucks him out of the ring. And I was just like, that's just the coolest way to introduce her. Or just show her strength. Or just like launching this guy out. Just showing how much of a threat she is. And she would just... I, I, I was always upset that I didn't get more karma in WWE. Or in general. Like, like I, I never really watched as much of the TNA stuff. So I want to see more Awesome Kong. Yeah. But, uh, that stuff, the, the way WWE portrayed all the intergender stuff is always like pretty annoying to me. Like generally speaking, cause it's either generally speaking. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's either like the, the woman is fighting somebody that is emasculated immediately as a character, uh, like, um, James Ellsworth. He got into a couple of intergender matches and it's like, that's, it's, it's, it's almost yeah, like that a was comedy. Dumb route yeah or it's someone where like vince or like you know or generally speaking they're not the the women aren't sexualized so you can see them as more masculine i guess and you could see them beating up the men like awesome kong or something and that's like did you ever see beth phoenix in the rumble i did yeah 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 that That was pretty good she beat the shit out of cm punk yeah that was a pretty good thing because that was during cm punk when in the rumble when he was just like uh, making comment, it's just straight edge society punk. So he's like getting on the mic and talking shit, and he's like knocking people out, and then gets back on the mic, does the stone cold bit, and then she comes out and beats the shit out of him. Yeah, and it was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, that was pretty that cool. was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they they could do right sometimes, rarely, but sometimes. but yeah, that was a great. That's a great question. Thank you, Chica Marks. This is uh, Thank you so yeah. Much, I'm Christy. so excited really about intergender it. wrestling as well. I'm glad you are too. I really hope um, it becomes common. 
All right, last and, one. Uh, you ready? Last one. Oh, sure. I'm ready for it, doggy. Uh, I believe this is George, or do you have a specific pronunciation? How do you spell it? I, I don't know. I don't. I'm sure you know. Idea. I'm sure you, you you're know. in the mailbag. Yeah, I but you read the I email. My eyes. You, uh, you admitted. Who you, says? You, you read. Who you knows? peeked into the mailbag. Oh, sometimes, but not all the times. I, uh, so I'm not okay. sure. Well, uh, I feel violated. That's all I'm saying. How's it spelled? Uh, J O R G E. Oh, Jorge. You want a Jorge? Jorge. All right. That's Jorge. Jorge. Or George. No, we got to pick. All right, fine. Jorge. Jorge from Buffalo, New York. Hello. Do you believe in aliens? If so, describe what they might look like. Oh, very interesting. I like this question. This is a very good question, Jorge. Thank you so much for sending it in. Um, Mo, do you believe in aliens? I do believe in aliens. What do they look like? I don't know. <laughs> do you believe in aliens? Sure. What do they look like? Wow. <laughs> now give me your answer i know you've been thinking about this a lot and then i'll probably uh, okay. have some, some responses to it i know well i believe yeah. well if i'm gonna you get this into stuff it. right if if i believe there are extraterrestrials i believe that there's not just one type <laughs> i believe that if if we're visited by any one person we're probably visited by several that's my theory wait you mean because, at the uh, same time or you're saying like throughout history if it's happened it's happened tons of times from different i'm, different I'm sure at the same civilizations time, I, I, I think uh, that, as well as like, uh, if, if we we can't believe, like, if obviously if we believe there's uh, another being out in the universe besides us, there's probably an infinite number of beings out there besides us. Uh, like, there's not just two. And if one is able to reach us, I'm sure a whole plethora are able to reach us. I, uh, if you're listening to a fun uh, extraterrestrial stories, which I have, they range anywhere from little uh, gray beings with big heads, the classic. Like, little big head, skinny body. They range from that to almost, like, Zeus-looking, where they're they're seven foot tall, very pale, bearded, like, almost look like Vikings. Uh, they, they range in all different types. And reptilians, you know, being lizard people in the Earth. So I'm going to say there's a lot of different types. Do you have a specific one that you think, Moet? I bet they're really fat and, like, like, um... Like, because I bet, I bet they're... What I'm thinking... <laughs> No, wait, wait. That, 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 so, uh, wait, hold on. Okay. I can't wait. Like Wally? Yes, exactly. I'm thinking like, of Wally because the idea is probably what happened in Wally's world. The, the world there where they, they don't have to move anymore because they've conquered the world. They conquered technology. They got they got robots to do everything for them. And they, they just I, – I imagine they just sit there and let their thoughts – do every like move the machines and do all the stuff that they don't just want eating nachos and peanut and have drinking their pina coladas they're just having all this junk food around them which is keeping them fat they've got their ufc fighters right they've got a couple ufc sure. fighters that are probably, a, probably bit, uh, a bit hunky looking for alien you know the, for the alien i would world. love for you to draw a hunky alien <laughs> uh, i can't wait we're gonna put that on our our patreon but, when we start our patreon we're gonna have mo drawing hunky aliens uh, but I think, I think, I think, and I think they are well-deserved. I think a little pudgy, uh, to overweight because they, they, they've done it all. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're just going, Four. checking Four. out. I think they're friendly. I think they're friendly. Do you think they're us? Are they us? Like, yeah. Like us, like past us, like past us coming back. Past like, us. Imagine How do we become, pa- oh, oh, yeah. oh, is in like time stops like, or slows down they, or whatever. They, they, and then we come back. Yeah, like they yeah, live like, on uh, instance, Mars like, or something. The, uh, us, uh, the the idea of us having this, like, let's say, like Wally, they go out, right? They they leave Earth, they leave, they do their thing, they come back, 
and now a new civilization started. Yeah. Just like uh, that, that, there's that theory that like there were like uh, if you ever watch Ancient Aliens, they were pretty advanced. They might have been using stuff that we don't even understand or have even found that they used yet. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, it, there's a potential that maybe they left. Maybe they left and then they come back and they look different. That's actually part of the theory of those, those little green men. You know, the little skinny the body, big head. Green, That's yeah. us. That's what happens when you're in space for so long. Uh, you become very gelatinous. You become very, like, no muscle tone. And you're only, because you're in space, you're drinking space fluids that just nourish your body. Well, I don't like the no muscle tone idea because it ruins my... You want to be hunky. It ruins my theory of, of hunky and fat people. <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> so we're we got to figure out a way to make that work, right? That, that... Well, let's just keep that one. I like that. I like hunky and fat. There's only two types of aliens, hunky and fat. And I can't wait to share this with you. When, when we do our live shows, we'll discuss further. But uh, um, uh, I like the idea of uh, like the, uh, the real concept of like going to Mars, right? Whenever we, we colonize Mars in the near future, I'm sure it's happening any day now. Um, if not already. If not already, well, it's not happening now. Uh, you know, what, what, who would who would tell us? The people doing it? No. Why would they do it? No, it, it takes. There's so many unknowns to stop unrest. Like, what unrest? Jeff Bezos is already. Oh, like world unrest? Uh, yeah. You go because no one's ever done oh. it. Oh, you're saying if? All right, tell me. Explain to me what you're saying. I'm saying if they uh, if they were able to get to the uh, to Mars, so, like the idea of them starting. A settlement there or starting a new colonization right. like colonizing mars like why would they there's already a growing fear of space uh of of, of people leaving like jeff bezos uh, uh the, the idea that he wants to, who has a growing of, fear? who's afraid of people that leaving? the wealthy that the wealthy the rich and powerful and wealthy want to get off this rock who has that thought uh me me i have, I have that thought you I, have uh, that okay you think yeah, the you idea think that everybody, uh, every wealthy person is going to just like leave? I'm saying the fact that the wealthy people, uh, the wealthy successful people, uh, the uh, like of Jeff Bezos, <clears throat> Elon Musk, are so interested in getting off means they know a lot about what's going to be happening soon, and they're like, we're not turning this ship around, <laughs> like in terms of global warming. I think they're very interested in space because they're like, shit's crashing down here. We need to get off. And so if they're worried about it, if their big goal is like, oh, yeah, we want to create a big cruiser to get off the Earth, if we wanted to, means to be scared. We should be scared. Well, okay, I get, I get that concept. But the thing is, like, they, like, you need to do so much on Mars to make it habitable. He's not – all right, Jeff Bezos goes there. He's not going to have uh, uh, friggin' – yeah, a uh, uh, Tesla. Whatever <laughs> he's not gonna have a mansion. He's, you gotta build that stuff, right? But on Earth, you already have literally the entire world at your fingertips. He's gonna be dead before global warming really messes with the planet. So why if would he? I think it's a joyride right now, right? Or do you think he's, he's just gonna go, never come back? Well, it's a real fun thing to rewatch. What's that? Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth. Okay. You ever watch that? Of course. If you rewatch it, he paints a pretty grim fucking picture. For the world 2050. Yeah. Where these cities are underwater. And what happens when these major cities, New York, Miami, Los Angeles, are water creeping up on the sides? Civil unrest. People losing their shit. 
I know. I am. I am scared of that. And so, that is gonna be and an so, when that happens, the rich people do not want to be around so that the poor could eat them. That's what happens when shit goes down. That the poor people realize we have power in numbers. We're gonna go after these fucks. Okay. So the rich want to get off this this rock fast. All right. So Jeff Bezos is fifty seven years old right now. Right now. You're talking about 2050. If this happens in 2015, the, the the tides come up. I'm not. I mean, I believe in. It's I, not I, a shot clock, boy. No, it's wait. not like this countdown before the flood goes up. Well, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. Is that like it's it, okay? They just want to get global off warming as is fast real. I'm, but I'm saying if it gets to that point where uh, it floods New York City and stuff, he's gonna be like 80. What is he? 57. 20. Uh, 20. What's t- two plus three? And you're also assuming <laughs> you're assuming that these rich people don't already have this. The, this the technology is rapidly advancing, right, Moet? And so the thing is, like, we're assuming that these people are going to be dead by eighty. He's going to upload his shit into a computer. He's going to be there. He's going to be like he's going to be the oh voice. Of, you're saying Jeff Bezos going to live forever because he's going to be gonna like be Futurama yeah, gonna, uh, or Hal or something. Yeah, he's going to be a, he's going to be a, a head in a jar. Well, at that point, uh, then global warming isn't going to affect him anymore because he's a head in a jar. They're going to steal his head. Who's going to steal, steal his head? Why would you steal his head? Because I'm upset about global warming. <laughs> but he did. Well, no, he did cause it. He did. He did play a huge he's part. Not helping in it. it. Not cause it. Sorry, he did play a huge part in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what would you do if you had his head? Ransom. Against who? Get me off the rock. Get me off the rock. I'm not going to give you back your head unless you promise to give me uh, get me off this planet. But go where? Like, so you're saying it, it, you, you – okay, so hold on. So Jeff Bezos is still here. You'd steal his head knowing that he could be on Mars, but he's still – you're you're well, holding hold, Ransom well, in all honesty, to get off a rock that, but, that he's not – that he's I, still on. I don't understand. The point is, what I'm what? saying is, what I like about going to Mars <clears throat> is the concept of Martians from the the 50s, John Carter of Mars, and sure. you know the Martians. That when we go to Mars and we colonize it, I'm not talking about this crazy rich person theory. We could talk about that some more. But what I'm saying is, when they actually create a society there, the communication is so far apart from Mars to Earth that. They're going to have to create a new culture, a new language is probably going to happen, like a new dialect at the very least, you know. Um, things are going to change quickly to the point. And that's how you that get your fat, when, hunky space people. Yeah. When they come back to Earth, they will be the Martians that we've thought about. They will be mm-hmm. aliens to us. Sure. And that's very cool sure. to me. They'll have different technology, cool. I'm sure. They'll be younger and smarter because they age differently. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll probably They're be probably very happier. cold. They'll be very cold. Because the, well, the sun is so far the away, they're gonna they're gonna nuke the they're gonna nuke the ice caps on Mars to terraform it. That's what they're gonna do. Wait, oh oh, on Mars. Why don't we do that yeah. in, on Earth? Oh, uh, because we drown. Oh, we drown. good point. Why? They, they're not. We need to drown. build an ozone there, so we'd have to do that to them. But we already have an ozone, even though it's depleting. Uh, but they yeah, we have. Yeah, they gotta. They like look. How is Jeff Bezos gonna, gonna do this? How is George Clooney gonna do this? In in like nuke the caps. Nuke the caps. That's what I'm saying. But then they need, don't they need plants? They need plants to live. They're going to have to grow plants, trees. You shoot some, you shoot some plants from here. You get that big cannon and you have some seeds in there. Just start blasting it up at the sky. This is a lot of theory. Just because you're, you're saying you're basing this all on the fact that they're rich and have the money to, to build seed cannons from earth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you can build a seed cannon on the moon. That's actually probably smarter. So they probably already have some seed cannons on the moon. That would help, I suppose. I guess the the gravity or something. 
Yeah, there's none there. They, uh, honestly, if I'm on the moon, I could probably take one of those seed cannonballs that we have and throw it and it just go in, uh, if I have good aim. If I have good aim. Right. But throw it at Mars and it would get there. Because, like, it just, it'll just go uh, at its pace. You know, nothing's stopping and no friction, no atmosphere. It'll just get to the to Mars. I just have to be accurate. Well, know? I know that. Probably much, get a big slingshot. You could probably do it pretty cheap if you had one of those uh, seed cannonballs that we designed and then we put it in a big slingshot and have, like, someone really good with aim. Like someone really good. Well, it would like, just take a really, really long time to get like there. Like Michael then. Jordan gets to put, like, to launch it. Wait, to launch the uh, the seed cannonball from the slingshot. Yeah, but you need someone moon? like really strong too. Sure, you need someone sure. strong get... because it would take forever. You'd be waiting for ages to get Braun your seeds. Braun Strowman and Michael Jordan are on the moon. Michael Jordan's in charge of aiming. Braun Strowman has to pull. He just chucks. <laughs> he chucks Michael Jordan. He, 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 oh, just, who's smart. he just tosses smart. Michael Jordan, and Jordan, smart. like he's dunking a ball, he just, like he, he's got the seeds, yeah. and he's just holding it front, like uh, like in the end to Space, space Jam. Jam. <laughs> We're back to Space Jam. Excellent job. This has been such a great show. We did a great job today. We really dove in deep into wrestling topics, uh, and I thank you all so much for listening. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. Follow us on Loser Lee's Wrestling on Instagram and on YouTube. Check it out, though. This is YouTube videos. And send us that email, those emails. We need and crave more emails. Loserleespod at gmail.com. Moa is doing Man, some gotta, weird stuff with this. I got a He's headache a after this, He's all a, this alien This is a heavy one. Yeah, this was, this was heavy. I need to sit down. It hurts down. the brain. Not, yeah, it does. Thank you all so much. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Mo Jaswal. I, I said I need to sit down, but I'm sitting down already, Red. What a seat. That's rough. Oh, Mo, if you were an alien, what would your alien name be? Uh, 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 <laughs> uh Zigzag Bizzlebub. <laughs> Zigzag from Red Jefferson, Zigzag Bizzlebub. Good night. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Wow. Zigzag Bizzlebub. That's the best thing you've ever said. Troy.